welcome CTN, 55 Minutes of Fury. Welcome, of course, Rumble. Welcome, uh, Facebook. Welcome, BlackRobeTV.com. Love you all. We're going to rush right to it tonight. John, I mean, Joe Concha tweet. Of course, we're going to be talking about the 1-6 sham show trial that's going on on the Hill right now. I don't know if it's, be, it's shown, being shown live tonight or not. I, of course, have completely blown it off. Joe Concha tweet context. The, average, the evening newscasts on CBS, NBC, and ABC average anywhere from 18 to 20 million viewers combined on a typical night. These newscasts do not air in prime time. The January 6th hearings, everybody knows, the January 6th hearings that you have, of course, headed up by, well, they're not headed up by, but Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger, the two frauds of the Republicans that are on the 1-6 committee, they decided to do a Hollywood-style, Goebbels-like, Stalin-like show trial. And it was nationally broadcast on every media outlet last night live in primetime except for stock, uh, Fox News. Those newscasts do not air in primetime. The January 6th hearings airing in primetime th Thursday took in just 11, 11 plus million viewers on those three same networks. You look at the bottom, you can see the statistics. You can pull it up at Cable News Watch. So basically, in other words, very simply, it was a mega bomb. It absolutely bombed. Nobody is watching it. It may sound like a lot with 11 mil million viewers, but if you compare it to the evening news that doesn't even have prime time, they didn't even get a half. They don't even air in prime time. They basically got about half of that viewership, which is abysmal. Go to the next one for me. Trump war room video. Even MSNBC, you know, when Rachel Maddow starts admitting the truth, my prayers are being answered that all of these lies would be brought into the light. All of these lying politicians and doctors and everybody else would be brought into the light. I prayed it this way, whether it was about basically any lies, anything that's going on in the globalist lies, the COVID lies, the vaccine lies, all of the one six insurrection, all these lies. I pray that they would be brought into the light. Now, even Rachel Maddow is starting to see it. Play it for me. Just the key point that, yes, there was a pro-Trump rally at which the president spoke. And you can, we can absolutely talk about all the things the president said there. But the idea that that rally is the thing that got out of hand and that somehow resulted in the breaching of the Capitol, that rally was very far from the Capitol. Yep. And the people who, as you say, did the initial breach that allowed everybody else to come in, they never even went to that rally. So you have Trump universally blamed by the left, the globalist left and the Democratic Party for the 1-6 insurrection. And always remember, there was no insurrection, just like there was no pandemic. You had a protest which turned violent, but it was certainly not an insurrection because you can't have an insurrection when you have no firearms and you have no ability to actually take over a government, which is what an insurrection means, an armed takeover of an existing power, an existing government, which of course did not happen. So, I mean, it's all just the same lies. But here, even with Rachel Maddow, you have Trump being universally condemned for this. Liz Cheney does a big spiel at the 1-6 hearing about how Trump instigated this 1-6 insurrection. And as Rachel Maddow, I cannot believe I'm actually leaning on the words in the report of Rachel Maddow. Rachel Maddow actually says that anybody who is actually entering the Capitol, it was physically impossible for them to have actually attended Trump rally, uh, Trump's rally. So how could Trump be responsible for the insurrection, the violent protest, the entering of the Capitol, however you want to frame it, he couldn't be. It's, it's, ba it's basically and, and totally impossible for him to be responsible. And they were showing videos last night. And it's just it's right out of it's right out of Charlottesville, where they where they the, the Democrats endlessly put up videos of 
Trump said there's good people on both sides and they edit out the back end of the video where he says, I'm absolutely not talking about neo-Nazis or skinheads or white supremacists. He said, I'm not talking about that. That always gets edited out. And it's the same thing, whether it was Liz Cheney or somebody else showed a video last night where Trump was speaking at the rally. Again, the rally where it was actually impossible to attend the rally and enter the Capitol. They were so far apart, it was impossible for that to occur. You're like, how could it be impossible? Because you need to remember, all of these people were actually, these MAGA moms and all these unarmed people, basically ever with an average overweight uh, amount of about 50 pounds overweight, all these people running into the Capitol to take over, the, the to insurrect, which means take over the government. They were only in the Capitol for between two and three hours, so it would have been physically impossible to attend the rally. It was so far away and enter into, enter into the Capitol. That's the truth. Even Rachel Maddow has to admit it. But they showed on the video last night where Trump says, you know, I know that many of you are now going to go to the Capitol and peacefully and patriotically protest. They cut that out. It's a Stalin-like show trial. It's a Hitler-like, Goebbels-like show trial. That's all that it is. And again, it has, it has an end game in mind, which I'll get to in a minute. Here are the things. I wrote down a list. I believe it's eight things that they are not talking about at the 1-6 show trial. The shooting of Ash- Ashley Babbitt, that's out, which is a totally law enforcement, 25 years, street-level law enforcement, you know, plenty of training in the use of force, absolutely illegal murder of Ashley Babbitt because she was unarmed. She was a little bit over 100 pounds. And you had and you had Michael Byrd, Lieutenant Michael Byrd from the Capitol Police. And by the way, they're always talking about all these cops that were killed. That's that's the other thing. It's never ending gaslit propaganda. Wherever whenever you hear that cops were killed on one sick, that's a bold faced lie. There's only one Capitol Hill police officer killed in 2021. And that was done by a leftist extremist, a black leftist extremist and nothing to do with white supremacy, certainly. And it had nothing to do with one six. It was actually run over at the entrance to the Capitol. So they're not talking about the shooting of Ashley Babbitt, total unjustified homicide, 14,000 hours of footage that they've yet to release, a video footage, 20,000 National Guard troops turned down by Pelosi and Muriel Basil, turned, turned down by the Speaker of the House, turned down by the Mayor of D.C., FBI intel not shared with the Capitol Police. That was never shared. Ray Epps incitement. You have numerous videos of Ray Epps actually inciting the crowd. And none of that's being talked about. None of those videos are being showed. Absolutely nothing. Who is Ray Epps? Nobody will answer that question. How many FBI agents were in the crowd? That's not being discussed. Although we know that it was many. The fact that zero police officers died or were killed, which I covered, and the fact that it is repeatedly lied about over and over again. To this day, Joe Biden, I believe it was yesterday or the day before, came out to the podium and said, we need to talk, you know, we need to talk about one, the 1-6 insurrection of which police officers died. None, none. That's an absolute lie. It's a bold-faced lie because we have no media. Nobody holds, holds them accountable for their repeated bold-faced lies. Number eight, how could it be an insurrection when you have zero guns? Put up the next one for me, Will. This is my own tweet. And I just summed it up. Questions. How so how did the insurrections attempt to over insurrectionists attempt to overthrow the government? The very definition of the word insurrection is to overthrow the government. Government. So we keep hearing the Democratic Party say, we hear the globalist left. Everybody in the globalist left movement, Justin Trudeau, the WEF, Angela Merkel. Manuel Rackham, Boris Johnson, all of them, they all speak the same language because it's all an ends going to a, mean, a means going to an end. They all talk about this insurrection that occurred on 1 6. I want you to ask, ask yourself this question How could there be an insurrection, a taking over, an overthrowing of an existing government with zero firearms? 
Zero, not one. Not one firearm was found anywhere on any Capitol protester. How would they hold the Capitol unarmed? How would they run Congress and the military unarmed? You would have to hold the Capitol. You'd have to run the military. You'd have to run Congress. You'd have to run the government all unarmed. If, you, if it's an insurrection, that means you're taking over the government. You'd have to run the food stamp program. You'd have to run welfare. You'd have to run the environmental and the, and, the, and the educational agencies. How are they going to do all that? This was the attempt to overthrow the government with a bunch of people who averaged between 50 and 70 years old and 50 and 70 pounds overweight and everybody was unarmed. How in the world was this an insurrection? Now, that's the whole thing. And you can't be afraid. I still, see, I still see conservatives that are afraid to speak the truth. Were there unlawful acts that occurred? Yes, but by whom? We need to ask that. And, how were, and how, what were these unlawful acts? Was it because Ray Epps and his instigators took down barricades so that people didn't even know they were trespassing when they got close to the Capitol? Nobody's asking any of those questions either. And we really need to find out how many FBI agents were in the crowd and FBI didn't even share their intel with the Capitol Police until the night before. How would they run Congress and the military unarmed? They were in the Capitol for two hours unarmed. So how was this an attempt to overthrow the government? And everybody needs to, we need to not be afraid to speak the truth. It was not an insurrection. You're like, Tom, you're never afraid to speak the truth. That's correct. I would, listen, this is the problem in our culture. This is the problem inside of the church. I'm talking about the legitimate, born-again, evangelical church. This is the problem inside the church. This is the problem inside conservatisms, conservatism, and it's the problem inside the United States, is that people would rather abide in lies than suffer the consequences of telling the truth. I'm going to say that again. People would rather tell lies, abide in lies, then suffer the consequences of telling the truth. Leah Thomas is a woman. Why won't Matt Slap, I mean, Leah Thomas is a man. Why won't Matt Slap, the head of CPAC, say that? He certainly is a very good spokesperson, a very solid conservative, conservative, but Matt Schlapp won't say Leah Thomas is a man. He refers to her, refers to him, even I, got, even I slipped up, he refers to him, and Leah Thomas, just let me reiterate this to you. He, again, I've said this in two straight podcasts. Leah Thomas is a, full, is a full-fledged man. Nothing's cut off. He's, he's a man. He dates women. He has sex with women. And he showers with, with women and swims against women. And Matt Schlapp won't call him a him. Because, and he, he absolutely knows when he calls Leah Thomas, whose real name is William, when he calls William Thomas a her, he knows that he's lying and he would rather abide in that lie than suffer the consequences of telling the truth. That's the reason why churches went ahead and locked down. That's why they wear masks. That's why they quarantine. That's why Christians went home and quarantine. That's why they got vaccinated is they would rather abide in lie. Why would you ever get vaccinated? You see the, the horrible things that have happened with Justin Bieber and his wife. Because here you have people in their 20s or early 20s and, and they go ahead and they get vaccinated for against the virus. They have a 0% chance of dying from. Zero percent. But instead of standing in the truth and saying, you know what, I don't need to be vaccinated against this. I'm thin. I'm healthy. Here are the statistics. The statistics are from zero to 50 years of age, the 99.99% survivable virus, more survivable than the flu and ostensibly the same from 50 to 70 as the flu and about the same as from 80 and above as the flu. So you simply tell the truth and say, I refuse to mask. Because masks do nothing. But if you do that, you're going to tick people off. So you'd rather abide in the lie to avoid ticking them off. 
No, no, you tell the truth. If you have homosexuals in your church, you tell the homosexuals that if you do not turn from your sin, you're going to hell for it, right out of Galatians chapter 5, 19, 20, and 21, out of 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 9, out of Revelation chapter 21, verse 8. That's what you do. Same thing for fornicators, liars, and anybody, drunkards, or anybody else. Or are you afraid of offending them? So because you're afraid of, the, of offending them, you will abide in lies, either lies of obfuscation, lies of omission, or flat out lies telling them they're okay when they're not. Calling a walk with God a journey or a fresh start or a new beginning instead of absolute repentance. That's required if you're going to be a Christian is turning from sin. But because many pastors are afraid of the consequences of telling people they're sinning, of telling people that you are a man, so you will, we are not going to call you a woman. Many pastors would rather abide in the lies than suffer the consequences of people leaving their church, suffer the consequences of telling the truth, suffer the consequences of being called names, being called homophobe, transphobe, whatever it may be. No, you tell the truth and you just let whatever happens ha happen. God will protect you. God will prosper. You will live a long life if you believe the word of God. All right, Ned Ryan tweet. Let's talk about COVID. This study strongly suggests, here you go, here, all the evidence is coming out, and let's just pray this right now. Father God, in Jesus' name, we pray that you continue to expose the lies about COVID, expose the, the political lies that are out there of all sorts, expose the vaccine lies, expose the vaccine deaths, ex expose the vaccine maladies, the sicknesses, the illnesses and diseases that have been caused by this vaccine. Expose them all, Lord, in graphic detail so that even the mainstream media has to report it. We pray this in Jesus' mighty name, and it is done. The study strongly suggests that masks might increase COVID mortality by 1.5 times, one point, almost two times COVID mortality due to the Fogen effect, whereby hyper-condensed droplets caught by masks are re-inhaled and introduced deeper into the respiratory tract. Let me show you Dr. Tom. I'm going to put up here. Here's Dr. Tom talking for you. I mean, this is, this is it. I'll explain this to you. Here's the thing. You know when you exhale things, you know what's supposed to happen when you exhale? It's supposed to be exhaled. Not, not 8, 10, 12 hours a day. As a matter of fact, not what, one minute a day. I understand doctors who are performing surgeries, and that's to actually keep their fluids, their spit from coming out of their mouth and landing inside of a womb, that, or sweat from that, a giant droplets all a mask could ever drop, I mean, could ever stop. But when you exhale, you're supposed to be exhaling. You're not supposed to trap it right here next to your mouth and breathe it in 24 hours a day or eight hours a day, 12 hours a day, 16 hours a day. And so here you have people who have known this. Doctors have known this for a very long time. We had a study out of, out of actually the University of Florida and they actually tested people's masks that they had worn because they're trying to protect themselves from COVID for hours and they found funguses and diseases and sicknesses and all sorts of viruses jammed inside that mask. Judy Mikovics actually came out against masking a while ago, talking about breathing in your own latent coronaviruses. And that's how people te test positive with, with PCR testing is because you actually have latent coronaviruses if you ever had a common cold and you're actually breathing them out, trapping them into your mask and the Fogen effect is you breathe them in and you introduce them deeper into your respiratory tract than you would if you breathe them in out of the air. That's the facts. That's what's coming out. That's why in every single country where you have heavy duty mask mitigations, lockdown mitigations, vaccine mitigations, their case rates are through the roof. 
the hospitalization, basically 90% of all their hospitalizations and COVID deaths are all people who are triple vaxxed. All the people who, are, who have been adhering to these things for the last 27 months of 15 days to flatten the curve, all the people that have actually adhered to all of these COVID mitigations are the sickest, are the most likely to, to be hospitalized, and are the most likely to die. Explain to me how it is, using their own numbers against them from the CDC, that we had 300,000, I don't believe that number, but again, we're just using their numbers against them, how we had 300,000 COVID deaths without any vaccines whatsoever, that was all of 2020, under Trump, and, uh, and Biden, we've had over 750 COVID deaths. 750,000 COVID deaths. How is that possible? If these mitigations work and vaccines work, then at least you'd have way less than 300,000 people dying. Correct? There's no other way to explain it. Well, it's because, you know, Tom, people are dying of the, you know, because there's so many people vaccinated. So, of course, most people who are dying would be vaccinated. That makes absolutely no sense when you have pimped and hoard the vaccine as being a vaccine that stops transmission, stops infection, stops hospitalization, and stops death. It doesn't do any of those things. And either does masking. So the question to ask to all the Christians out there, when you see somebody wearing a mask, you don't have to say anything to them, but they're giving you the stink eye, or are you going to capitulate again and put a mask on because they're going to come at you again to try to get you put a mask on because there's too much carbon dioxide too much carbon monoxide a climate change hoax monkey pox they already tried it with monkey pox and it got shot down monkey pox which isn't even an airborne virus they already the cdc was putting out that you should wear a mask for a non-airborne virus for the monkey pox how does that make sense it doesn't but again what will you do with that lie will you go ahead and put the mask on and abide in the lie because you're afraid of the consequences of the truth or are you going to speak the truth that's the question, Christians, because, and I hope that pastors are watching this. I hope that big name pastors and Christian leaders are watching this because I'm still waiting for you to come out and say, I was wrong. Only Rodney Howard Brown is the only international name that stood up, got arrested, kept his church open, and none of the rest of you did a daggum thing, nothing. And you still have not come out and said, I was wrong. Masks do nothing, but your whole church was masked. You're, you, you turned into a vaccine pimp, pimping vaccines. People are dropping dead all over the plant look at justin bieber he can't move his face his wife's like 21 years old with capillary blood clotting blood clotting in her legs and you're still you've never come out and said you're wrong the southern baptist uh convention southern baptist seminary says vaccines are a gift from god they are not a gift from god they're a gift from the enemy and how is it that as a Christian leader, when you see the proliferation of vaccine passports all around the globe, that you don't go and, and hearken back to Revelation chapter 13, where you can't buy, sell, trade, or travel without, without that mark of the beast? And many people in the world today, the entire European Union, Australia, uh, Great Britain, well, Great Britain doesn't now, Israel, Canada, can't, people can't, we can't even get Arthur Pulaski to come back to our church because he can't leave the country without being vaccinated. And all you Christian leaders and pastors have yet to say you're wrong. He causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead, and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark of the name of the beast or the number of his name. And you see the proliferation of vaccine passports all around the globe where people can't buy, sell, trade, or travel without that QR-coded mark of the beast on their phone, and you say nothing? You say absolutely nothing. You just obfuscate the truth. You commit lies of omission by never speaking about it, never saying that you were wrong. You sat there and you, you pimped and you hoard lockdowns. You pimped and you hoard uh, masking, pimped and hoard quarantining. And now it's been absolutely proven that none of those things do a daggum thing, nothing. And you're yet to come out and say, I was wrong. It's truly, it truly amazes me. Let's go to the next one. I don't know which one we're on. Just put it up there. Truth boost. Okay, here we go. 
Official documents show Pfizer's claims the vaccine is safe for pregnant women was based on tests done on 42 lab rats. Congratulations, everybody. I just want to congratulate everybody who pushed the vaccines and actually said, including pastors, preachers, and conservatives, I just want to say congratulations for you, to do it, for, for you, for you doing that because those were bold-faced lies. Safe and, you know, there, I remember Rochelle Walensky and numerous others in the medical community pushing vaccines for, for pregnant women, saying that they were completely, of course, using those two words with a word in between, safe and effective. No, they, they didn't even use human trials. They were actually tested on 42 lab rats. So the safety of yourself and your unborn child was tested. The safety of that vaccine was tested on rodents. On rodents, not people, uh, and half of the vax rats had birth defects. Pfizer's data data showed 90% of the vaccinated women lost their babies. And that's absolutely true. I read those documents right out of the Pfizer dump, where Pfizer has been forced through through losing the federal lawsuit. So Pfizer, who wanted to hide all of their uh, developmental data, they wanted to hide it for the, for the COVID-19 vaccination. They wanted to hide all that data, keep it confidential for 75 years. They lost in federal court and they were forced to push all, put, up, put out all that information. About 80,000 pages every Monday comes out. And of course, the vaccines, 12% effective for one week, 1% effective afterwards, 90% of the women, 90% of the women in those studies miscarried their babies. That's absolute fact. And you have the entire Christian community, basically 99.9%. Of course, anytime you're welcome to come in and say, I was wrong. Absolutely wrong. That's what you need to do. All right, here we go. The next one. Grace Chong uh, video. This is alarming. This is Edward Down, former, former BlackRock executive on Steve Bannon's war room. Play for me. A partner who uh, is the insurance analyst from Wall Street discovered um, some disability, disability data from the U.S. Bureau of De, uh, Department of Labor. So these are, this is the, the monthly household employment survey. It's real-time data. They ask questions about having disabled people in your home. And, and that number had been hovering around 29-plus million for five years. Uh, since the beginning of the vaccination program, we had a spike into the spring of 21, and then we had another spike into the fall of 21. And we're continuing at this very high rate. We had uh, added another 3 million disabled individuals in this country in 21 going to 22. This is about 1% increase in the disabled. And if you want to understand what's going on with supply chain shortages, this is a big part of it. This is 3 million people, likely higher. Um, it's a disaster. It's grim. Um, it's real well, hold time. On, hold, 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 hold it. Three million would be almost uh, over 10%. I mean, that's a huge, off of 29 million, is a 29 million, three, three million is, is, is 10%. I mean, that's well, well, a gigantic cut. 10% of the 29 million, uh, 1% increase in total population of, of the U.S., 330 million. So, yes. Correct. Well, it's, but, it, but, but it's the, the base to look at. We're going to take a short commercial break. This is a stunning number. You're telling yeah. me that things been flat for five years at 29 million, and all of a sudden out of the data, they got three million people are disabled out of nowhere. Correct. And and, and Hang the on. other thing. You bring back to me. So there we go. So the increase is coming. We're getting the we're getting the data from from insurance companies. So basically, what you've had this year, usually you have about 30 million ish, 30 million uh, disability claims. That's gone up in ten by 10 percent. In one year, in one year, 2021, 3 million additional disability claims in one year. 3 
million extra. And Edward Dowd actually ties it together with the supplies chain shortage. That's a whole lot less able-bodied employees because in order for it to be a disability claim, they had to have ability before the disability. They had to have full ability before the disability. And now they're going to the insurance company saying, I now have a disability. What is the common denominator? There's only one. It's not even a common denominator because there was no other year prior to this where you had an mRNA vaccination proliferated throughout the globe and namely in the United States where you had 220 million Americans receive a double dose, 100 million receive the booster. So you had a 3 million, 3 million person increase in disability claims in one year. Let's go to the next one. Peter McCullough video, Dr. Ryan Cole, play it for me. And <clears throat> And, and they say, well, gosh, you know, vaccines, you, you really only have these adverse reactions in the first couple of days to most vaccines. Well, that, this is a gene product. And this spike persists, this modified mRNA persists. The Stanford study in, in the journal Cell showed that this sequence persists in the lymph nodes for up to 60 days, at which point they published their paper. But it probably persists much longer than that. Autopsy studies out of my colleague, Dr. Arndt Burkhardt in Germany shows spike depositing in vessel walls 128 days after the last shot. So we're, we're putting something in the body that number one, doesn't break down. Number two, it's making a toxic spike protein. And number three, it's persisting. Uh, Dr. Bruce Patterson. Yeah, and we're seeing that. It, the, the effects of this vaccination are going to be between one and seven years. And as, as they say, every podcast, most people were not vaccinated at this time last year. Even at this point last year, most people weren't vaccinated. So we're seeing the, seeing the effects come out because this is not this is not your normal vaccine. Pfizer, it was, I can't remember what it was. No, it's not Pfizer. It's a different company. is actually coming out with a COVID-19 non-mRNA vaccination to try to get people vaccinated. Don't take that worthless junk either. But what the mRNA vaccination is is a gene reset resequencer it actually changes your genetic material it appears for for life it also you are injected with trillions and i mean that with a t trillions of s spike proteins it changes the walls of your cells cause causes capillary blood clotting where your where the walls of your cells where your blood does not flow the way that it's supposed to flow through a nice circular hole it doesn't anymore because there's jagged s spike proteins that cause the cell walls to end up not being able to flow like they're supposed to be able to the cells to not be able to flow like they're supposed to it's causing capillary blood clotting yet it came out in the new york post i put it on the podcast on thursday where there's a there's basically been a health alert a health alarm put out to young women He's never seen it before where young women are developing just like justin bieber's wife blood clots in their legs out of nowhere it's because their genes have been resequenced wrongly resequence because here's the thing you can't correctly resequence that which god has done all right charlisle video uh there's well, it's all in a foreign foreign language but it's just it's well they're what I read is in a foreign language, which you'll hear is not. Jacinda at Blackrock. Jacinda Ardern, Prime Minister of New Zealand at Blackrock. Play it for me. Open more doors to trade. Prime Minister, how's your day going? Oh, it's busy, but fantastic. Like the doors to $10 trillion investment firm Blackrock. But Ardern is not just a brand ambassador. She's the Prime Minister with power, and those she's meeting know it. All right, hey, you guys do the side-by-side -side partners of WEF. Just do it side-by-side -side with me. I'm going to show you right here. There it is. You'll find BlackRock right in the middle, back basically middle, lower right is where BlackRock is. Partners, of course, with the WEF. Because as I've been telling you, I'm not going to deep dive too far into this because I could spend three hours talking about it. But what this is all about is you have Jacinda Ardern, 
COVID Nazi who forces people in her own country. You can't buy, sell, trade, or travel in New Zealand without your vaccine passport. Yes, she's having to walk them down because she's facing political pressure, but she has held on to her emergency powers just like Joe Biden, just like Justin Trudeau, just like Boris Johnson, just like Emmanuel Macron and all the rest of them, Ursula van der Leyen of the European Union, have all held on to their emergency powers. BlackRock is basically what's happening with BlackRock and Vanguard as they are buying up houses throughout the world. They're buying up not just houses. They're buying up buildings. They're buying up neighborhoods. They're buying up square blocks. Why would they do that? Because it's all about pigeonholing you into a one-way economy. It's not just a one-world economy. It's a one-way economy. And again, I'll say it to you. I'll try to lay it out briefly. You have the virus that was man-made, and then you have the man-made solution to the problem, which is the vaccine. But it was all to get to the vaccine passport because the vaccine passport is the gateway way to the eventual mark of the beast where no one can buy sell trade or travel without a mark on their right hand or on their forehead so what you have to have is a gateway because why would anybody agree to do that so here's how it works you just use leverage so you have you know what in canada you can't leave the country without your vaccine passport so people a lot of them will get vaccinated simply so they can travel simply so they can buy groceries simply so they can go to a movie or go to a restaurant. That's how they manipulate people. And they use, you use something like a medical emergency to do it because most people wouldn't just concede to doing something like that. But what the point is, is to get everybody into a one-way mercantile commerce system. That's what it's about. Please read Revelation 13, 16 through 18. Revelation 14, 9 through 16, read it. That's the truth. That's what it's all about. Now, as BlackRock goes about buying up all of these houses, and of course, they're partners with people like globalists like Jacinda Ardern, who will be the rich bourgeois communists, but they themselves are not, will never live as communists. They will only dictate as dictators that you live as a communist. You live in a, in a tiny little apartment or a tiny little room, but they, of course, will have mansions and yachts and, and, and fly privately and do all those things. So you have BlackRock, who is buying up all the houses? Well, as people are ba- bankrupted because of the, the false response, the fraudulent response to a very survivable virus, people have lost their homes, lost their businesses, and the only people that own the houses are BlackRock and Vanguard. I'm not saying that in totality yet, but that's the goal. So the only people who own the houses will be Vanguard and BlackRock, and then they'll say to you, well, in order for you to buy a house, you need to get your common pass. Like I thought you said vaccine passport. That vaccine is just a gateway thing. Eventually, they'll use the vaccine passport to put all your banking on it, put all their, your regular passport and your, your regular passport on it. The social credit system will you will they will be judging what it is that you buy and how many and what your carbon footprint is and taking away your points and limiting your access to your own bank account. But and you'll sign up for that system because the only way to buy a black rock home or to rent a black rock home is for you to get that mark on your right hand or on your forehead. Or right now, the QR code on your phone. QR code on your phone is not the mark of the beast yet, but it's greasing the skids for it. I hope that you're seeing that is what that's what gas prices are all about. Controlling the global market so that the only way for you to buy gas is to come through the one way system. The one-way system where you know, okay, you know what? It's called a vaccine passport right now or a green pass or a common pass. And the only way, because gas has been manipulated, the markets have been manipulated, 
This hasn't happened yet. I'm just saying that's the point of everything that you're seeing. Baby formula, food shortages. Then you have to go to them for the solutions to the problems they cause. And their solution will be no problem whatsoever. You have access to all of this stuff as long as you take, as long as you put this QR code on your phone for now or later on a mark on your right hand or on your forehead all through leverage. And it was opened up by the compliance and the complicity and the cooperation of the church. The ch Listen, we are, the church is the light of the world, a city that is set on a hill that cannot be hidden. It, nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. You have a lampstand. And what did the church do? Instead of standing in the truth, everybody knew masks didn't do anything. Everybody knew lockdowns didn't do anything. And even if they did, you stand in what the word of God says. And the word of God never says to wear a mask. The word of God never says to lock down or to quarantine the healthy. The word of God never says to forsake the assembling of yourselves together. So instead of standing in the truth, you abided in lies because you were afraid of the consequences of standing in the truth. People in my church will think I'm a zealot. People in my church will think I'm anti science i can't take the names no you stand in the truth you know what persecution is part of the game ladies and gentlemen it's part of being a christian if you're never persecuted it's because you're probably not legit onward here we go where am i at will east rutherford yes, ernest rutherford the boosted population speaking of jacinda ardern globalist who wants to pigeonhole everybody into her vaccine passport one way uh economic system in new zealand well guess what's happening in new zealand all the things that she has pimped and hoard let's look the boosted population has the highest infection rate in new zealand look at the graph it's absolutely true the highest infection rate the most likely to die of COVID, the most likely to be hospitalized the most likely to be infected are all the triple vaxxed that is an absolute fact that's happening all over the globe. The only reason why you don't see it in the United States is because the CDC is nothing more than like the FBI is, an arm for the Democratic Party and the globalist left movement. That's all that they are. All right, moving on here. Are we on, yeah, we on breaking 9-11? Okay, here we are. Moving on to crime. I want to cover this because this is Joe Biden's America. You can play it. You can actually side by side. I don't think it has any volume on it, does it? Does it have any noise? No. Okay, so there it is, side by side. New York City, right here, which of course they're all consumed with their COVID mitigations and various other little things. That guy is now dead, right there. And we have another, we have another example of white supremacist terrorism, number one threat to America, right? According to Joe Biden, according to the head of the 1-6 committee, he had a long speech last night, the number one threat to America. According to Christopher Wray, the head of the FBI, the number one threat to America is white supremacist terrorism. So we have another example of white supremacist terrorism. That guy is now dead. The, sky, the, the uh, murder rate in New York City is up 25% in one year under Joe Biden. Put the next one up for me. This is in their subway system. This is what they care about. Don't be ashamed. You are using, be empowered that you are using safely. So they're telling people, you know what? Don't be ashamed that you're, that you're a drug user. Just make sure that you use safely. So once again, that's lying to people. You can't use, you, how do you use methamphetamine safely? How, how, do you use, how, do you, how do you melt down oxycodone and inject it into your bloodstream safely? You don't. How do you use fentanyl safely? You don't. So again, it's a lie 
that people are abiding in so they don't offend other people. You just need to say to drug users, you know what? You either get off of it or end up getting arrested. That's, just, that's, that's as compassionate as you need to be. You can put this one up side by side too. Well, actually, you know what? Let's run this one for just a minute because it does, it does have some volume on it. Play it for me. You didn't put it side by side. There you go. So I just wanted to show you this one, of course. Another example of white supremacist terrorism. There's no reason for any of this, but this is Joe Biden's America. And don't tell me this used to happen all the time because it didn't used to happen all the time at all. This is, this is, this is why, listen, all of you COVID caving Christians who believe that you're compassionate know what you did was abided in lies and you put liars in office because be not deceived. God is not mocked for whatsoever a man sows that shall he also reap. Tom, you just hearken everything back to COVID. Correct. That's when it all went downhill folks. 27 months ago of 15 days to flatten the curve. The reason why Joe Biden is president is because we had a fraudulent election. You can take it down now. It's a fraudulent, it was a fraudulent election. Why was it a fraudulent election? Because we had a bunch of ballots that were not traceable, had no, no, had no signature verification, were made up with 2,000 mules with Dinesh D'Souza, all these different, uh, I don't even know what you call mules. I, I mean, their name is mules. I was going to say drug mules, voter mules, with ballot mules all throughout the country, manifesting ballots in the middle of the night because nobody could go vote in person. So people would just make them up anywhere and everywhere in some vote in some ballot factory somewhere and manifest them at two o'clock in the morning after they shut down the county. That happened because all of the Christians acquiesced to lies because they were afraid of standing in the truth. They were afraid of the consequences of the truth, so they acquiesced to lies. And that's why we have, this is why our country looks like this. If you are afraid to say, we do not have a white supremacist terrorist uh, problem in this country. We do not. We've had, we've had 10 or 11 mass shootings this year in our country. Seven of the mass shooters were black. One was white. One was Hispanic. And one was Asian. So it's 10 mass shootings that we had, 10 or 11. I may be missing one. Regardless of it, how is that a white supremacist issue? But pastors, when you have a George, George Floyd thing happens, all, of, all the pastors are so afraid of being called a racist that they do a month-long series about, about white privilege, about hidden racism in the heart. Bold-faced lies. And again, they're doing it knowing that it's a lie because they're afraid of the consequences of telling the truth, which is we do not have systemic white supremacy in this country. We don't have it. Certainly not in law enforcement. 97% of all black homicides are committed by black males. 97%, not white police officers. So why Pastor Caver? Why, Pastor Spineless, are you having a month-long series about white privilege and racism in the country? George Floyd didn't even die. George Floyd wasn't even murdered. Has anybody ever read the coroner's report? Study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. 2 Timothy 2.15. Read the coroner's report. He died of a fentanyl overdose because he had three times the lethal amount of fentanyl in his bloodstream. He died of it. He couldn't, he didn't, he had, he had 95% oxygenation rate in his lungs at the time of death, which means it's impossible for him to be strangled to death, asphyxiated to death by, by the police officer. It's impossible for that to have happened. 
But nobody will say that's the truth. He died of a fentanyl overdose. He can't, if you have, if you had 95% oxygenation rate in your lungs at the time of death, that's the same as you and me right now. Or it could be a little lower, a little higher. But it's 95% oxygenation rate, then how was he asphyxiated? How, 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 how did that happen? It, it did not happen. But now you have a police officer languishing in prison for 22 years. Well, Tom, you know, that's just because you're a, you're a former police officer. You're a police officer sycophant. No, I'm not. I would not have handled that call that way. I would have simply sat up George Floyd on his butt and set him up on the side of the road. By the way, he would have died that way too. Three times the lethal amount of fentanyl in his bloodstream. The coroner says it. And then you have the police officer convicted of manslaughter three times over, which talk about overcharging people. But people are afraid to say it. So you have, you, have people, you, have, you have pastors who are afraid of being called racist. They're afraid of, afraid of the consequences of standing in the truth, which is George Floyd died of a fentanyl overdose. And there's no systemic racism in my church. And there's no systemic racism in my community. And there's no systemic racism in law enforcement. But because they're afraid of the consequences of the truth, they abide in lies and do a month-long series on white privilege. And they're the same pastors who, you know, they'll, they'll be calling men, women, and women, men. They'll do that because they're afraid of the consequences of telling the truth. Rebel News tweet, while admitting, this is Justin Trudeau, that most gun owners are law-abiding, law, law Justin Trudeau claimed that you can't use a gun for self-defense. It's a fact. Listen, you cannot use a gun for self-defense in Canada. That's not, that's not a right that you have. Play it for me. And we have a, a, a culture where the difference is guns can be used for hunting or for sport shooting in Canada. And there are lots of gun owners and they're mostly law-respecting and, and, and law-abiding. But you can't use a gun for self-protection in Canada. That's not a right that you have in the Constitution or anywhere else. If you try and buy a gun and say it's for self-protection, no, you don't get that. You get it for hunting. You can get it for sport shooting. Take it to the range. Uh, no problem, as long as you go through our rigorous background checks. But there's a difference around the culture. And one of the things that we're yeah. seeing with the debate in the States is you get more and more of the American-style, you know, right-to-carry, self-defense arguments filtering up through, through the, uh, you know, the, the usual more right-wing communications channel. So eventually you'll end up being pigeonholed into the one, mer one way commerce system in the world through a mark on your right hand or on your forehead or right now the QR coded mark of the beast that's on your phone. You'll be pushed that way by force because in, in Canada, a very large country, which I consider to be basically a mirror image of the United States, from their Stalinist WEF -E member, global globalist, tyrant justin trudeau he says quote you can't use a gun for self-protection in canada that's not a right that you have see this is what they do this is the same man where you can't leave his country without being vaccinated for for the last 27 months of 15 days to flatten the curve for many of those months you couldn't buy sell trade or travel without your vaccine pass it's all the same spirit all to get to one place to get you into a one-way commerce system the one they'll do it one way or the other. They'll use transgender transgenderism to get you in it. How will they do that? Because they'll arrest you if you don't use the right pronouns. And the only way for you to get out of jail will be what? QR coded mark of the beast on your phone. QR code QR code on your forehead or on your right hand. That's the plan. That's why you don't start off abiding in any lies. Whether they're small or big, you don't abide in them. Well, you know, I didn't want Aunt Martha 
to be upset with me at Thanksgiving, and she said I couldn't come unless I wear a mask. You know what? You don't wear a mask. You don't abide in the lies because you're afraid of the consequences of the truth. Ever. Ever. You want to see the state of law enforcement? Here it is. This is Miami. This is in Miami, Florida. Sad to say, free Florida. This is Miami, Florida. Also sponsored by, again, the Fraternal Order of Police for the Miami De- for the Miami Police Department. Play it for me. Three, two, So there you have, that's real important for law enforcement, right? I mean, you got murders all over the place. Make sure that you have a rainbow-colored police car. That'll be real intimidating for the crooks, too. If you're wondering, remember remember the music that they just played. Look at the music that's being played on this video. Play it for me. Get back to me. I just don't want to let it play too long because Facebook will find an excuse to ban us because we're we're playing copyrighted music. All right, Kamala Harris tweet. Just so you remember, when we had, you know, you have the one-six committee of which, during the one-six riots, the one-six insurrection, no police officers died. Nobody died except for Ashley Babbitt, shot through the neck and killed by Michael Byrd, Lieutenant Michael Byrd of the Capitol Police, totally unjustifiable shooting. But in, but over the George Floyd summer of 2020, where basically four or five months, you had two billion dollars worth of damage, up to 30 deaths, and this is what Kamala Harris was on and about doing. If you're able, chip in now to the Minnesota Freedom Fund to help post bail for those protesting on the ground in Minnesota. Not pro- by protesting, let, let, me, let me translate that for you out of Democratic Party ease. What that means is those who are looting, those who are committing arson, mass theft, and, and batteries on police officers, that, and, 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 and just outright theft everywhere, make sure that you support them. You, you send in the Minnesota Freedom Fund for bail so all the arsonists, looters, and thieves can be bailed out of jail so they can do it again. All right, Washington Examiner tweet, switching over to Biden on gas for just a couple minutes. The average price of gas in the United States soared past $5 per gallon. In L.A. today, it was $8 a gallon, just so you know. That's the truth. $5 per gallon Thursday, passing the mark for the first time in American history. Congratulations. And again, those of you who don't correlate the two, fine. But I'm telling you, that's why you don't put masks on and, and create the ability for the Democratic Party to carry out a fraudulent election because nobody can go vote in person because of a 99.9% survival virus is floating through the air. And I'm, you know what? I know that it's a 99.9% survival virus. I know it's no threat to me, but I'm going to act like it is and therefore abide in that lie because I'm afraid of the consequences of telling the truth. Not me. That's why I never closed, never will, never mask, never vaccinated, nothing. No six foot distance. I hugged everybody all the time. I didn't wear masks in public. The only time I ever wore a mask when I was forced to because I had to go visit people in the hospital. Even then, I didn't wear it anywhere in the hospital. People were staring at me like I was a leper. And I just walked right through the hospital because I don't care about the consequences of standing in the truth. I would rather deal with the consequences of standing in the truth than live in a devil's hell of lies. No, thank you. A lot of Christians can't say that. A lot of Christians can't. Where do you catch COVID? 80% of the time in your house, they lock you in your house and you act like that's a good deal. You're abiding in a lie because you're afraid of the consequences of the truth. What'll happen if I don't lock down? I might get arrested. Well, yeah, John was arrested. Peter was arrested. Joseph in the Old Testament was arrested. Jesus was arrested. Paul was arrested. You stand in the truth, period. 
What are you going to do when they tell you, you know what? You can't buy, sell, trade, or travel without that mark on your right hand or on your forehead. That's why Matthew chapter 24 says, the love of most, most Christians, the love of most will grow cold, but he who stands firm to the end will be saved. And he shall be hated of all men for my name's sake, but he that endureth unto the end shall be saved. Matthew 10, 22 and Matthew 10, 13. That's the truth. You want to know why it is that the gas prices are going through the roof? Play it for me, Will. There has been a comprehensive hostility to the energy sector by this administration, not necessarily you, day one. I watch it every day. Every day. So you're saying we need to increase supply. Let me give you just the last three weeks. The Department of Interior, and not you, announced that they're taking half of the National Petroleum Reserve set aside by Congress for oil and gas drilling in my state off the table. The most prolific oil reservoir in the world right now. Everybody who explores there finds billion barrel fields. Secretary Holland, your colleague, came to Alaska and announced half of it's off the table. That is not focused on increasing supply. It's the opposite. Let me give you another one. Last week, Cook Inlet Basin. Okay, that's the other prolific oil and gas field in Alaska. At the last minute, the Biden administration canceled the lease sale. That is exactly the opposite of getting supply on the market. Three weeks ago, the Council on Econo uh, Environmental Quality issued new NEPA rules. Everybody and their mother knows what they are. They're meant to delay energy projects. I read them in detail. This is the last three weeks. NPRA off the table, Cook Inlet lease sale canceled, and NEPA rules to kill the production of American energy. That's what you guys just did. Do you have a response to any of that? And I'd like details. And maybe you don't know. And look, I'm not coming after you. The Department of Interior is a disaster. They, from day one, and day one, President Biden came and said, oh, and we're going to stop anything in Anwar. He can't do that. The Congress of the United States said there shall be two lease sales in Anwar. President, day one, we're not going to do Anwar. Sorry, Mr. President, your job under the U.S. Constitution is to faithfully execute the law. The law says to lease it. So it's all on purpose. Just to reiterate, half of Alaska's uh, leases canceled. Cook Inlet Basin in Alaska canceled. And, and uh, NEPA rules to kill production put in place. That's why you have no gas. It's all on purpose. And again, it's to pigeonhole you into desperation so that you will come to them for the solutions to the problems that they themselves have caused. Remember that, and that solution will be a one-way commerce system. That is in place, the only way for you to buy gas? Well, you know, no problem. We know that gas is way too expensive for you to afford. No problem, here's a card, get your vaccine, and we'll give you a card. That's, that, that's really, and it won't just be for vaccines, it'll be for any other reason also, but they will cause the desperation and then offer you the solution. The solution will be, here's a green pass, here's a common pass, here's a vaccine passport, solves all your problems, gives you access to all these goods. But you, well, this pass though, there'll be a social credit system on there, you will have to abide by all of our rules. That's the idea behind the global tyrannists, the World Economic Forum, and all the, the Democratic Party, anybody else you could name. 
All right, where am I at? Oh, how much Murray video? How much more evidence do you need to prove that these liars and fools can never be trusted? Play for me. You doubt that we're going to see an inflationary cycle. Most economic analysts believe that it will have a temporary or transitory impact. The faster than expected increase in some of those prices is actually a good sign. The overwhelming consensus is going to pop up a little bit and then go back down. No one's talking about this great, great deal. This is something that will uh, settle down. Transitory. Transitory. <laughs> and the data shows that most of the price increases we've seen are were expected and are expected to be temporary. There's nobody suggesting there's unchecked inflation on the way. It's un highly unlikely that it's going to be long-term inflation that's going to get out of hand. I don't know anybody who's worried about inflation. Over the last couple of months, uh, we actually saw it trended downward. President Biden's chief of staff, Ron Klain, enthusiastically retweeted an economist who had said in part, most of the economic problems we're facing, inflation, supply chains, etc., are high-class problems. What is the Granholm plan to increase oil production in America? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> that is hilarious. Well, the number one thing that the president can do is help get COVID under control. Uh, that, we know, is the root cause of inflation. President Biden this afternoon saying he thinks we're at the peak of the crisis right now and that lower prices are on the way. The inflation has everything to do with the supply chain. Make no mistake, inflation is largely the fault of Putin. I'm going to do everything I can to minimize Putin's price hike here at home. If you want to get rid of inflation, the only way to do it is to um, re undo a lot of the Trump tax cuts. I think ever since you've come into office, things are really looking up. You know, gas is up, rent is up, food is up, everything. Inflation is caused simply by printing too much money, period. It's got nothing to do with Putin. It's got nothing to do with COVID. It has nothing to do with the rich paying their fair share. Speaking of that, Fox News tweet, Eric Swalwell's campaign dropped 60. While you're worried, listen, while you're out there going, you know what, I really don't want to pay $8 a gallon, which by the way, even the cheap states are projected to be at $6 a gallon by August. Eric Swalwell, while you're dealing with that, and of course, food, food prices through the roof, up 40, 50% or more. Eric Swalwell's campaign dropped nearly $60,000 on travel in six weeks, including hotels in Miami and Paris. And I have the whole, I had the whole list of it, but I want to leave it to you tonight. Just lots of, lots of extravagant spending. I had to get this in. Greg Price video, Senator Debbie Stabnow on electric cars. Play for me. I do have to say just on the issue of uh, uh, gas prices after waiting for a long time uh, to have enough chips in this country to finally get my electric vehicle. I got it uh, and drove it from Michigan to here uh, this last weekend and went by every single gas station. It didn't matter how high it was. And so I'm looking forward to the opportunity for us. So Debbie Stabnow is a multimillionaire, finally got her Tesla, and she says that, you know what, I can just drive by every you know, gas station, never have to worry about it. Do any of these people actually understand where electricity that charges their car comes from? Five times August, play it for me. I'm really grateful to be here today, and in fact, this is a chance for me to say thank you more formally. The, the Chevy Bolt is upstairs. We'll be able to take a look at it. We've got about a thousand photos. Yeah. Is it plug? <laughs> it's as simple as that. The batteries are in the trunk? No, the battery in this particular design is a T-shape right down the center and across the back seat area. Because everybody thought we killed the electric vehicle. No, we didn't. It's alive and well. 
So what's charging the, the batteries right now? What where, where what's the source of a? Well, electricity? here it's, it's coming from the building. I mean, are, is it? Um, what's our mix of power? Oh, actually, Lansing feeds the building. What's that? Lansing feeds power to the building. So I don't I don't know. They're. Uh, I bet they're a bit of coal. Oh, they're heavy on natural gas, aren't they? Uh, right now, the car is charging off of your grid. Right. Well, it would be charging off. Uh, our grid, which is nine, about 95% coal. We live in a complete cabal of lies. You've got, you've got to understand that. We live in a complete cabal of lies. You look at that video alone. The woman is asked, where, does, where, does, where do you get the power from to charge your vehicle? She says, this, this is how dumb these people are. And just like, just like the senator, what was her name? I don't know, Debbie Stabnow. Just as dumb as she is. So if you increase, if you have a lot of electric cars on the road, yes, your gas at gas stations will go down, but what runs the electrical plants that charge your stupid cars? I don't understand the separation between, I mean, I just, I never will understand how you don't, uh, how people don't get simple logic. That electricity is fossil fuels. You're not lowering the use of fossil fuels through electric cars. You're just putting fossil fuels at different allocation points. Instead of a gas station, they're going to a power plant right there. Who runs the, where do you get the power from to charge your electric car? Uh, uh, it, it comes from the building. Uh, yeah, we know that. But who is, who sends power to the building? Numb nuts. Uh, that would be Lansing, and the Lansing and the and the and the president or whatever he was, the the executive from Lansing says, um, yeah, that's ninety five percent coal. So what was charging that electric car? Ninety five percent coal. These people have a complete disconnect between what it is that's fueling their cars and what it is that's not. These people are absolutely out of their mind, but it's the same with everything else. That's why you have to have the courage to stand in the truth. Stand in it every single day. Love you all. I stand unequivocally on the Word of God, on healing the Bible, prosperity the Bible, sin the Bible, everything, protection the Bible, church the Bible. Check out our new TLP trucker hat. When you give $25 or more to the podcast, we will ship one out to you. Thank you for investing in the program, and we look forward to you tuning in next time.